um, stillness practice. So that could be meditation. It could be like a formal meditation practice, or it could just be, I just, I find often just as much value in sitting without distraction. Yeah. And even letting, you know, you know, letting ideas and thoughts come up. Uh, Hi, I'm Eve Lucas-Cleanham, and welcome to the Feel Better Every Day podcast, helping you connect with and take better care of yourself and create a life you don't need to retreat from. Welcome to episode four of the Feel Better Every Day podcast. Today's guest is Andrew McGonagall, um, also known as Dr. Yogi, um, and I am really looking forward to sharing his delightful interview with you. And as with Caroline Shola Areru last week, um, he talks about the difference between a very formal, very long daily yoga practice and a much more evolved decades later practice and as you listen I encourage you to think about some of your own self-care practices and things that perhaps you've been quite rigid about in the past. How might you go easier on yourself now? So I hope you enjoy listening as much as I enjoyed talking to Andrew and let me know how you get on. So um, welcome, Andrew McGonagall. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for pronouncing my name correctly. Excellent. <laughs> I live in Ireland, that helps. <laughs> yeah, um, now, now I live in Ireland, people get the Cunningham, but everyone always struggles with the Menezes bit. But yeah. in the UK, people struggled with all of it. So, <laughs> But um, I haven't seen you for years and years, but I met you probably around 2013, 2012, and um, I'd finished my yoga therapy training and did some additional training with you because you are a doctor turned yoga instructor, Dr. Yogi, and um, I felt like I needed additional anatomy training, and I just remember how brilliant it was, and I just wanted to ask how that's going, how long you've been doing it for, and what you're working on now. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so um, I remember w- meeting you uh, in London. Um, yeah, it's been an amazing journey. Um, I kind of, I've kind of lost track of how long I've been teaching anatomy for. I've been studying it for a long time. Yeah. Starting at school. Um, you know, which I'm not even going to tell you how long ago that was. Um, but yeah, so it's it's going great. It's been this really wonderful, like organic, um, journey that's just kept evolving. And I think I've just kept open to possibilities, you know, and, you know, fast forward, say, let's say over 10 years, you know, I've written two books. Congratulations. um, Yeah, it's been really, that was a really great journey. And, you know, I've taught over the world in different places and I teach a lot online. And yeah, it's just been a really lovely thing. Lots of collaboration. So, no, it's wonderful. I'm been really blessed to have found something like find my calling something that um a I really enjoy b I'm, I'm kind of quite good naturally at like oh I yep. put, I still put more effort into it yeah. and um yeah it's just it's just a really been a really great experience 
And it's really funny because there's me talking to you now in 2023 and there's me also remembering certain elements that just helped me so much in my teaching since then. So I massively appreciate that training I did with you. Um, Thank you. I would love to hear about your ideal morning routine in terms of your self-care and also your uppercase self-care, like for connecting with that highest, wisest, truest part of yourself. So if all things were idyllic, what would you love to do every morning? Yeah, that's a really great question. Um, I think it's easier for me to answer it, kind of blurring it all in together. Perfect. I I don't see those elements are separate in yeah. a way. It's kind of yeah. So I think the ideal start to the day is, you know, if there's an alarm, getting up with the alarm and not like, just not having that temptation to snooze. Although, you know, that's not always a bad thing, but I think ideally it's just like the alarm's been set, let's get up with it. Um, and then it's, it's about not interacting with my phone. <laughs> um, so that I'm not in a place of reacting yeah you know information that's coming my way so then I'm able to start the morning and transition from that state of sleep to full like awakeness um by responding to things that come up instead of reacting you know yeah and there's a big difference for me absolutely what that would typically I you know in an ideal scenario look like is some sort of um stillness practice so that could be meditation it could be like a formal meditation practice or it could just be I just I find often just as much value in sitting without distraction yeah and even letting you know you know letting ideas and thoughts come up um and not not that idea of trying to you know yeah but just let them be present you know so I, I find a lot of value in that so that would definitely be an ideal scenario. And then as I've transitioned fully out of that kind of sleep um, vibration, I yeah. would definitely do some sort of movement practice. So it would be either, you know, a gentle yoga practice or I just love walking. So it would be like a really lovely neighborhood walk. And that's going to depend on like weather and energy levels and all sorts of stuff but um yeah I think for me that is the that is like the ideal scenario okay like waking up um not reacting not engaging with the phone some sort of stillness practice not not necessarily still mind but maybe still body and then moving my body perfect and what about the reality like what your go-to when you're either things are really hectic or maybe you're not well or for whatever reason you can't do all the things what's your essential yeah it's a good question because honestly there are definitely so honestly I'm going to be really really honest and say sometimes it all goes out the window yeah brilliant (laughs) yeah you know that's what this podcast um, is about yeah because also you know I and also the thing is like I have been I've been practicing meditation for coming up 20 years. I, I started practicing transcendental meditation when I was still at medical school. And even though I've had 20 years of this practice, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that I show up to it every day. It's kind of fascinating. No, I did. I mm-hmm. did for I did for a decade at least. Yeah. I 
meditate twice a day without fail. Even mm-hmm. working as a doctor, I yeah. would meditate on the train to work. I would find a window of time to go to the chapel of rest in the hospital yeah. and meditate. I would often get interrupted with a bleep. Yeah. You know, the bleep off. But what's what's kind of fascinating for me to reflect on is as I've aged, um, for whatever reason. I think I think what has happened is that my toolbox has expanded. Yeah. So in the past, my go-to was meditation. Yeah. And it was the thing, it was the only thing really that helped me to feel the way I wanted to feel. And now I feel grateful that I have this fuller toolbox. So I have my yoga, I have breath work, I have mindful walks, I have you know what I mean? So so yeah, I I feel like I'm going off on a tangent. No, so it's brilliant. It yeah, sounds like you're not as dependent on it because you've integrated yeah. it so much into your life. Yeah, and then I'll still like I'm still very aware that I think that's the nice thing. Like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna share yesterday with you. I woke mm-hmm. up and I had so much to do, and I had the real energy to do it from the beginning of the day, which isn't always there. And I just sat down and basically within about ten minutes of waking up, I was on my laptop working, and I kind of yeah. worked for hours. Um. Not necessarily the ideal scenario, but I got a lot done. And then I was able to, while I was doing that, I was able to reflect, oh, this isn't really what the plan was. But then I was able to pivot later in the day. Yeah. You know, so sometimes it's about going with the flow as well. I think I think ideally I would stick to a routine and I would stick to the plan, but yeah. that's just not always the way life happens, is it? No. And I'm thinking also, you said about pivoting later in the day. Is there anything that comes later in the day as an ideal for every day and as an essential for every day? Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, it's about finding moments of pause. Mm -hmm. So not being on autopilot, it could be lying down for two minutes. Brilliant. Yeah. Or it could be sitting still on the sofa for five minutes yeah and so do you we, set an alarm or do you go with how you feel I, go, I typically go with how I feel I might yeah. set an alarm to do it mm-hmm. yeah you know to do to remind me to do that. the pause <laughs> but then I, and then I'll kind of go you know go with the flow also depending obviously on is there a zoom call I need to be on at a certain time or something yeah. like that or, um, so definitely the pausing and then again like the movement I you know I, I try to move throughout the day so and and often it's not an it's not an alarm or reminder, but it's my body calling me. Okay, yeah. I need to move, you know. And I think that's just come with years of practicing yoga, yeah. for example. So then right. it might be okay. And the nice thing is also like my um my idea of like what a yoga practice looks like has evolved so much. It used to be a shanga self practice two hours in the morning, and now wow. it can be maybe ten minutes. Yeah, a bolster out in my patio. Like yeah. That. That's just as valuable to me, sometimes more valuable. Yeah. You know, so, so because that has evolved, I'm more likely to show up to my practice throughout the day because it doesn't feel like this big kind of overwhelming yeah. two-hour thing. It can be a 10-minute ten, ten yeah. floor-based practice that's super accessible, you know. Yeah, mine sometimes just one pose, but it means I never miss it because there's no excuse. But I I feel better after a longer practice. But yeah, it it is that commitment. But um, I love what you said. What about before bed? Like, do you have a winding down routine, actual, ideal? Yeah, again, I think ideally it's like, you know, I think 
we we hear this a lot nowadays it's just like you know screen time like reducing that like stopping that you know a significant amount of time before before bed my um my body and everything really st- I really notice it start to shut down yeah and I'm not someone that likes to talk or have like big conversations later okay evening so it's also honoring that at times yeah and which is interesting because my my husband often wants to like talk and I often be like that's it's just not where my headspace is yeah <laughs> that's fine it's just communicating that I think he's he understands that now with time so it's just honoring the natural way that my body starts to prepare yeah you know for sleep um you know they also things like avoiding caffeine at certain yeah. times you know like just trying to you know maximize the kind of quality of sleep that I'm going to get because obviously sleep is so so important absolutely yeah and things like like skincare routine stuff I think is lovely like a self-care thing that just yeah. feels really really like nice I'm taking care of myself and it's also a way to unwind and a mm-hmm. way to process the day as you're doing your little routine and stuff really? like that so, yeah the yeah, so face massage and things yeah. you know so you know, and that and this is you know again that's all ideal. Last night, we had a late night because my husband was performing at a show. So, you know, we didn't get home till half past midnight, which is like for a weekday, like is really kind of not my normal. Yeah. So most of that kind of went out the window. So I actually did my like, I made sure that I, um, we went out late as well. So I made sure I brushed my teeth and did my face routine before we went out. And I didn't drink anything <laughs> while we were out so that I could just get into bed when we got yeah. home. <laughs> That is wonderful. It's been an absolute delight to talk to you. Thank you so much. Where can people find you and at your courses? I'll have all the information in the show notes, but just... Yeah, so my website's um, dr-yogi.com. I've got lots of great like blog posts and things on there you can check out. I'm quite active on social media, so I'm at Dr. Yogi, spelt out, um, you know, doctor, um, on Instagram and on Facebook. Yeah, so, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm about... Just, um, you know, come find me. Um, I send out like weekly newsletters with like really great um, information applied to yoga, like anatomy and physiology. So, you know, if, if, if you want me in your inbox each week, you can sign up for that. But it's been so lovely to reconnect with you. Thank you for inviting me on. And it's also been really valuable for me to reflect on, on yeah. these questions as well. So it's going to help me. Hope it helps. Oh, thank you so much. Take care. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for listening. I'd love to know what will you do differently? How will you go a bit easier on yourself if you have noticed any rigidity around your daily self-care practices? Um, If you enjoyed it, I'd love for you to subscribe, to share, to comment, to leave a review. Um, If you didn't enjoy it, I'd still love to hear from you. I'm always looking to improve it. I want it to be as beneficial as possible. And um, I'm also really looking forward to sharing next week's episode, which is my interview with fellow therapist Yasmin Shahid Zafar. So like me, she works a lot with polyvagal theory. Um, She's also working with her own neurodiversity and neurodiverse clients. So it's part of the Base Chakra series, as with Andrew, and plenty more to come. Um, and you can access more of the Love Your Horse 2024 Chakra Journey 
via my blog at eveatselfcarekitchen.net forward slash blog and you can also subscribe for free or as a paid member at evemc.substack.com to get them straight to your inbox with lots of additional goodies and recordings and materials. So have a delightful week, look after yourself, notice how you can do it as gently, as easily, as enjoyably as possible and let me know how you get on.